Hello, welcome back to Fountain Pen and Stationery Season 4, Episode 6. I am your host, Frank. And I'm your other host, Collins. So, um, I just completely forgot what I want to talk about today. You forgot what you wanted to talk about today. <laughs> I, I had a sentence in the intro that I want to continue, but the instant is that hey, I'm Collins, it just completely escaped me. You know, this isn't the first time where, like, you looked at me and you just couldn't remember what to say. Yeah, it's including fine, right. I, you, you, you just <laughs> has a, you have a very forgetful face that makes me forget this. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. You have a very forgetful face. <laughs> so you know, for the for the listeners, you might have seen me before, but you yeah, might have forgotten just, already. He just, he just becomes the uh, bypasser number one. In all the movies. Hey, hey, if you have a very forgetful face as movie extras, it's great because you can do a lot of movie extras. I can just be in the background. Yeah, I can always be a background character, just cashing on the uh, on the uh, set lunch and the, 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 the little amount of money that you get. I've right. always wanted to be a movie extra, but yes. Really? Yeah. I heard it's a it's an interesting experience at least go there once or twice. You don't you, don't, you have a full dedicated to it but a few times yeah. it's pretty fun yeah you just kind of sit there you say peas and carrots peas and carrots constantly yeah, yeah. to it's, make it's, your it's mouth a, it's move. a good experience right just to try it out and see what it is yeah anyways okay so i think we're gonna start today's episode with uh, one of the new the new pens which is already sold out because it got so popular this is the new talisman fountain pens in sakura cherry blossom hmm have you seen it? Well, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it is very pink, purple, and blue. And blue. Yeah. See, the blue and purple is hard for me to distinguish. <laughs> yeah, this is like light blue and red and pink. So, and uh, generally, yeah, I think this is actually a pretty good mix of those two colors and. Uh, you see little tiny uh, sakura flowers there, and of course, it got really popular as we stated. It's yeah. already sold out on their website. So, I, I, I don't. Every time I hear sakura put on a fountain pen, it always sells out like immediately. It sells out pretty fast because it's a general favorable stuff, right? I mean, it's flowers. Mm -hmm. It's pretty iconic. I think this one specifically, they they got a make a good mix of color going, and not got yeah. people. <laughs> pretty excited for it yeah i mean benu pens on average are pretty bright and this one's a very bright one on average benu pen is really showy mm -hmm. and this one's of no exceptions yes this one is certainly no exceptions i will say but is actually less showy than some of their glitter ones yeah uh, right. i think it's because the overall the it doesn't have like a black base right this pen's base is in general lighter so in, all of the sparkles that would be in it are just not as showy. Yes, and also just there's no large middle flake. In this one, the mm -hmm. middle flake is of flowers itself. So um, yeah. it's sold out. I'm not sure they're gonna have it back in stock. I hopefully they will, and if not, I maybe maybe see anyone else. Would oh, you the pick first it up? shipment. They say the first shipment is sold out. They didn't want it. It's gonna come. Um, I am. Looking for another pen for the for my desk and the company, but I'm not sure I want to buy a new pen yet. I I want something mm -hmm. that is quick to access the uh to take off the cap and recap. But right, I also but this want is something a... that keeps the uh, the nib wet. So mm, I'll see. But this is a twist cap. I know, which is probably why I'm not. Gonna <laughs> it. And also, can't be too expensive because, well, it's a company pen, right? I guess. Yeah. It's, Staff is really an issue. My office is pretty nice. It's been pretty pretty good about that. It's just like, some people, sometimes people still uses it from time to time. You never know. You never know. And sometimes, I mean, I even like sometimes accidentally swipe crap under uh, next to my desk, under my desk, and I just straight into the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> it happened more than one occasion. I had to fish my stuff out of my trash can. Yeah. Improperly placed trash can, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, there's really not much anywhere other location I can put it, to be honest. But yeah. Yeah, an interesting pen. Yep. So, next one. 
It is. I think this is a really interesting special editions. It's a the, normal body. Uh, I won't say so, normal. Actually, it's a uh, ingrained. It's body. a standard cigar shaped uh, body. Right. With edged but there is flow. a there's a guilloche edged uh etched like a wave pattern throughout the entire body and the cap which is really beautiful if you give it if you look up close yeah and the nib and things a nib ah i totally missed that oh man <laughs> it's a triple stack nib i think this is one of the first ones from uh leonardo uh official leonardo pen yep And, that's uh, nice it, it looks really nice this is really nice and on top of that it has an ebonite feet to keep the uh, flow much wetter too mm -hmm. so the price of course is fairly high but i wouldn't say it's this also is, sold out is i don't think it's actually sold out because it just got recently announced unless it's came out halfway through i didn't realize it okay so it says so i mean yeah maybe they listed it but they don't have anything to sell yet so it's listed as sold out even though like that's just like the the, the, the default the website where they yeah. don't have pre-order stuff <laughs> that happens. being said it said it doesn't say how many unique pieces there are it just says unique piece right is, hopefully it's not just one right oh i hope it's not one i hope it's not like a one-off thing and that will suck yeah Oh, it says gold nibs available in size eight. Custom. It's a large one. It's size yeah. eight. It's a size eight nib, triple stacked. I mean, nowadays a normal triple stack nib by itself is like four to six hundred dollars. But anyone else. Right. So. And these and these are uh, it's a hundred twelve k twelve hundred uh, euros. Right. Basically. Yep. So. Certainly not cheap, but at the same time, given what kind of nib you get, it's also not too expensive. No, not at all. And honestly, like even just even if it was just a standard nib and not the uh, the the stack nib, the the body of the pen looks really good. The body is really nice, like the really subtle flow shape. Once you look, like once you pay closer attention, it's really nice. Yeah. And then it has an interesting cap design, though. I'm not sure you catch it is the fact that the um, there's a certain part of a cap that actually recesses into the pen itself. Oh. Oh, is that? Oh, I, I didn't even catch that. I thought it was just a, a step of the cap, but it actually goes into the body. Yeah, it, it, nope. it looks like it actually Wait. goes into the body. No, no, I don't think it does. Uh, are you sure about that? You you check the check the, the fourth image, the first one, one two, three, where it's four. black and it capped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. It's just, it just sits flush to the body. That's it. Interesting. Okay, never mind. It does not look good as I thought it would be then. <laughs> I thought it would be completely is, flush, though. That is an interesting idea, though, that you could potentially have the cap flush within the uh, body of the pen. You could potentially get a better seal that way if you wanted right, it. Right, I was thinking that if, you, if they made it that way, so the, the middle ring is a little bit bigger and they have a smaller plastic insert. And you can just make a completely water, not water, airtight seal to um, prevent I, I, ink from drying out. The the construction tolerances would be a little bit harder to deal with, though. <laughs> I mean, it's injection molding, right? In terms of construction tolerance-wise, in the in injection molding stuff is probably one of the better ones to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, if, if Bandai the plastic Gundam model company figure out a way to cast two multiple joints together in one cast. Like think of an elbow joint mm -hmm. on a figure or a, a model. It does that in one continuous cast. Mm. It, it can do this tolerance on a pen. Okay. I kind of want a Gundam built pen now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just giving examples. The, the, the technology is there. Whether a certain company has an experience and the uh, 
the engineer probably still is a different issue. I I I don't know if pen companies are going to do do that. It would be interesting to see though. They can. I'm not sure the the research and the uh, the. I'm not sure if it'll be error. worth their. Yes, it's going to be worth their time. <laughs> yes, because like. Bandai is a company that is specialized in making models for like what four decades now. Is there if a no Gundam? One? Is there a Gundam fountain pen yet? Oh yeah, there's. I'm pretty sure there are. It's just one part one of those cheaper collabs. Right, kind of like the uh, the Fate Stay Night ones of of past. Uh, uh, more like the Disney one. Remember the the Disney. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a shark. <laughs> Uh Shard of the Original Gundam. I assume I'm, I'm it's looking... Sailor. Let me take a well guess. This is by Sailor. What is this? I don't even know what I'm looking at. This is not... This is an old anime. I don't know if this is Gundam or not. Which well, I one? think... Actually, no, it is. That was by Platinum, I'm looking actually. at one. Wow. Wait, what is the brand of this? This What's looks it? like a... So I'll post it right here. I'm not sure what I'm looking at. I th I think this is yeah, like this the original, is original Gundam. Gundam. This is original yeah. Gundam. Yeah. And this is Preppy. Okay, that's what I was thinking. That's the Preppies. Yeah. No, it looks like a. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it looks like a Planseer. Is it a Planseer? It looks like a plant here. It looks exactly like oh, my uh, no, right, 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 platinum right. plants here. Sorry, it's not preppy. Yeah, I see. There's a cheaper collapse. It's just a uh, just a little thing with a silk screen on it. Yeah, but look at the That's price. Forty bucks. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Oh wait, no, it's sold out. One of my. It's sold out. Yeah, yeah, forty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure it's worth it, but like, you know, this is a typical collab you, you're gonna get. Well, you know, for uh, for a, stuff, a right? for. A, Platinum plants here, it's actually about almost the cost of a plants here. Plants here is like 25, 30, right? Really? Uh, I could be totally wrong. Nope, I'm sorry. It's 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. There's, a, there's, like, an eight, huh. there's an orange plants here that's 18 bucks. How much is Hong Kong dollar to USD? I think it's always around like 750. Um, uh, let me see. So for uh seven eighty four. So one USD is seven dollars and eighty four cents of HK okay. dollars. And because I'm looking at like multiple Gundam pens right now, and they are they are roughly about two hundred dollars, and they are the one collaboration with Platinum, mostly Platinum. Can you can you link me to what you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, sure. Give me a second. Because, I mean, I only found the original Gundam one, and it's kind of basic. Like, I feel like a, a Gundam fountain pen, you can kind of do something really cool with, like, the helmet or something like that. Yeah, that's the issue. I don't think they ever actually take that design stuff into when they, when they do the collapse. I mean, look, this is one of them. Because, I mean, Gundam is... Okay, Arguably, is Gundam is like a, a super popular anime, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's extremely popular, I would say. This one looks really cool. I I don't understand the the unicorn element to it. I get. I think there was a unicorn Gundam model. It is I know Gundam that. unicorn. Yes, it is probably one of the most. Uh, this is going to geek territory. In lore wise, <laughs> it is one of the most ridiculous thing that has happened. In the oh, universe. I think you, I think you were telling me about this one yes. in the past. Yeah. Okay, I think I remember. They just call it space magic. By most most fans, we call it space magic. I will say the pe this pen doesn't look bad though. Although it look, it reminds me of more of like a Greek, uh, and like an ancient Greek inspired pen than. I think Gundam. that's where the uh, they got the picture from, like the family insignia in the anime. It's like mm -hmm. a really, really old European photos. That's where they got the uh, their family heritage <laughs> back in the That's why they did it that way. But yeah. Okay, then there's this one. Oh man, this looks like a Power Ranger one. 
Stylish Gundam. Yes, sure. Wait, are 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 you looking at the green one? The stylish. Oh yeah. Yeah, green one. Yeah, that is. Oh yeah, there's that one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this is a little too bad. In terms of like a Gundam collab fountain pen, this is a little too bad. Yeah, I mean the. uh, That's. The Zabi family emblem. Zabi family are basic space Nazis. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't say they are they are they are, they are the Nazis. They are like the really old German hierarchies. It, it it is. If you took the concept of the Nazis and then made it into a fictional universe, that's what they are. Well, I mean that anime the series come out much older before, right? And a lot mm-hmm. of the anime created by Japan back in the days are very much focused on anti-war and uh, a lot of the uh, inferred information are based <laughs> off of World War II. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what it makes sense. Yep. But just looking at the pen, I'm, I'm, I'm now looking at the, uh, the, the red comet char pen. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks good. Like even the 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 barrel of the pen has, looks like it's got some like uh, sh- gold shimmer to it. I'm it pretty sure it's just. It has some good designs in there. Um, just I I just cannot get over the fact they're pre- basically skill print, uh, silk. Yeah, so silk screen printed. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I've seen worse collab pens than this. This is not bad. <laughs> this is not that. This is not one of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, talk about the collab and silk printed pens. We can move on <laughs> to the next one, which is the same thing. <laughs> I, I, I'll be, I'll be upfront. I really like the color of this. Ooh. I really like the color of it. Ooh. Wait. Okay, it, the, the nib looks interesting. Is it like... Uh, powder white. Yeah, it just it's, I think it's, itch. it's laser etched. So, and it's matte it white looks, nib. Yeah, that looks nice. I've never had a, but in other pictures it just looks silver. So it might just be the lighting. It could be, it could be. But even the nib material itself is kind of like the, the, the clip itself is kind of like a matte silver. It's not a bright silver too. So yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it is um, the matte looking finish may be completely uh, on purpose. Maybe it is. How many, how many yen is that? That's like that's like four hundred yen or yeah, four hundred dollars. It's not end cheap. Four hundred dollars. No, yeah. I have to say that I do like it. Yep, I I like the color scheme. I like the uh, patterns. It's just for four hundred dollars for a pen like this. I think it's a little. I like bit that. I like side. that. I like that kiss of color on the cap too, and the, the on it's both very, ends of the cap. It's not very. The uh, the color scheme is very simple. I would say, mm-hmm. and they're just with a little flourishes to it, the blue cap, and um, and the silver on silver on white printing. It, it looks great, honestly. And I think it gave it like a snowy kind of kind of a spring, like yeah, like, kind of yeah, a spring, yeah, snow spring, like very early fall beginning kind of thing. Okay, here, uh, it kind of reminds me of a Calpico drink. <laughs> <laughs> it does have all the right colors on the, uh, it does. On the bottle. It does have all the right colors on the bottle. And I, I want to say that like it reminds me of like a. Like it's a good reminder. Like I, I like the milky color to it. Right, right, right. Yeah, the the and barrel is not completely white. It's kind of like a translucent white, I would say, or like a slightly matte white. So, oh, man, if if I didn't have so many pens on my like want to buy, I would might I might get this one. <laughs> if this is pens. the similar price as the Gundam White, which arguably is made in similar fashion, silk screen with plastic body. Mm-hmm. I might pick this one up. Is it a steel nib? Mm, I'm not entirely I don't think so. At this price, I hope not. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's I hope it's not. It's okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, do you have it translated? 
No, I just look at the very bottom. It says uh, 21K. Uh, I can't see it. Oh, well, it's fine. The very bottom, like the... Uh, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, you can't see it. So. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure this one's gold. Okay. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I like it a lot. Look at a bit, right? All right, yeah. next one. And uh, I think this, this this is worth a slight discussion. Okay. Click in to see which pin we're talking about. It is the Narwhal pen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, Narwhal. Uh, not, yes, not... Narwhal. <laughs> it is a, it's it's Narwhal. Yeah, it's Narwhal. <laughs> it's Narwhal. Um, okay. So, you know, like, typically the Nautilus pens has a C port to it. It does, usually. This one doesn't. Mm-hmm. This one's your typical clear plastic section that disguises, but that functions as a uh, as a ink window. Is there a clear plastic section? Yes. The section looks Wait. like metal. That's not. That's not. That's, that's, that's not clear metal? plastic. That's lighting what? issues. That's clear plastic. But there's a step right there. How could it be clear plastic? I. I don't don't I don't ask don't ask me I don't, <laughs> don't that's, ask that's that's apparently ink window. That's a weird ink window, and it's only because it looks like metal. That's the only reason why I'm if saying it. If you go to like weird. the very very there there's a picture of that pen bottom very bottom left corner picture. Oh, yeah, I think it's clear. You can see it. Ah, there we it's go. An ink window. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, just a, it's just a, a clear acrylic step. Do you think that Narwhal should have separated the lines a little bit? I think so. But that is kind of cool looking to have it, it just is, like... It is a cool looking pen. It just, I feel like at this point, the, the Nautilus line feels like a collection where... Because Nautilus is actually is a ship name, right? Uh, don't quote me it's on the history. It's a sea creature, basically. It's a sea creature. Yes, there. It's it's like a, a relative of squids and octopi, yes. and so and so they named a ship after that animal that went really deep underwater. Yes, so that's where the diving stuff comes from. Yes, so the seaport. It really fits the Nautilus name. I would agree. In my opinion. I would but agree. But their newest one doesn't have that. It does not. And it's still called a Nautilus. And I would argue that, like, you know, you can give companies the ability to experiment. Now, I, is this a, an experiment that, like... Like, this feels like they're just going back to basics rather than an experiment. To me. Because this is a very standard ink window, minus the fact that there's no... It just steps directly down. Right. I look at it right now. Until... Um, okay. Until this pen's released, every mm -hmm. single pen that they have the flat wing, ink window, they're called a Nautilus... Voyager. So until this pen's out, you can already kind of infer that if it's called Nautilus Voyager, there is going to be a flat ink window instead of a seaport. Hmm. But this is the I first pen I... that break the trend. I was able to handle a couple of the Narwhal Nautiluses at the pen show, mm -hmm. but I didn't actually get to take a look. Um, are the we're calling them seaports. Are the sea the seaports are not, uh, 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 on opposite ends of the pen, right? They're offset I... closer together. You, you, mm. uh, let me let me I'm gonna paste an image address, and you'll see what I mean. Um, the the portholes as we're calling them, are not on opposite ends. They're to one end of the pen, specifically. Huh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
That's very interesting, actually. It's not. I always assume that it's 180 degrees. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that in person. Uh, because we don't have one, like, it makes sense that, like, we would have thought that because that makes sense, mm -hmm. right? But they deliberately made it like that. And so I have a, I have a suspicion, right? Uh, now, you could argue that it's like that because of the submarine, right? Because submarines, they tend to have... Actually, I don't know submarines very well, but like, you know, if you were to take one of those like fun submarines, they have them on the top. <laughs> but if you look at what a Nautilus, the animal looks like, uh -huh. I've sent you a picture of what the Nautilus animal looks like. Okay, I guess we're going biology class today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it the eye of the Nautilus? Actually, possibly it's oval, right? Yeah, it it kind of sits kind of near the top, you know, to one end. It could be emulating the Nautilus eye, or it could be the porthole of the submarine. So to lose the, as we're calling it, the eye or the porthole, it does feel like it's losing a bit of character for the pen. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I was. I would say it's probably better to if they just like name it a different line instead of continuing calling it a Nautilus line. Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't mind if they just did it both. Both have the 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 clear acrylic and the porthole. I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I just I I felt that they should probably have renamed a different line for the newest editions. Yeah, I agree. In my honest opinion. But, but I mean, on the new pants, I, yeah, I feel okay on the color. Just okay. <laughs> Didn't interest me that much. But I figured oh, out. You mean the, 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 the kind of the starry night look of the, uh, the yeah, pen? Yeah, yeah, the newest release. This is your newest release. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I think it looks pretty nice. Yeah, um, it's just it's nothing, nothing. Nothing tinkle my fancy, in a sense. Well, I, I mean, that's it's like, oh, wow, that looks very unique and interesting. I, I, I think it, it, the both of us are coming at this from like a we've been buying pens for a while now. Well, and we're trying to for a while now. Yes. Or definitely window shopping pens for a while now. And um, we're at the point where like we like for, I, I'm speaking for myself, right? Like I don't want to have like a gigantic collection of like a thousand pens i want to be yeah um and this this is something we'll talk about later uh when we answer some questions but like i want to make sure that like what i'm buying um i'm very intentional with what i'm getting right so if you were to have asked me when i first started the hobby like does this pen look interesting i would have said absolutely like i okay. might have actually bought this one yeah. um but I, now that i'm this late into the game it's not providing me anything totally different. However, I I am interested in eventually getting a porthole Nautilus. A porthole. Because of, okay. okay. of the interesting design. It's an interesting design. Yeah, like, I really like that design in a sense. It's just... Like, like, there hasn't very been one that I'm making that really makes me want to get it yet. Like, yet. there are very few products out there where, like, you can look at it and be like, that's... You know that is what it is, right? Like yeah, you look at it, like recognize the brand. Yeah, there's very few that does that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a Rolex Submariner. Like all all watches from like the 1970s onward look like this now, and you recognize the brand and and based on that, like and I, you look at that and you're like, that's the Narwhal Nautilus because it's got the rounded ends and the porthole. What pen do you think? What fountain pen so far do you think have achieved that that purpose? That kind of recognition. Uh, uh, Lamy Safari. Okay. Lamy 2000. I, I, Lamy has a lot of them because of their very iconic shape and style. Um, Parker 51, uh, probably. Parker 51, yes. Um, I was thinking, uh, why, why, is the, why is the giant brand name pen like How the Meisterstuck? The Meisterstuck. Uh, Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc, yeah. I don't know why the name was not coming out from my brain, but Mont Blanc, the Meister stuff. Uh, the Mont is... Blanc is a very, I would say the symbol is very 
I it's very iconic. Yes, the but in the same way that the port is like in the, the same way that the, the porthole, in the same way that the porthole is iconic for the Nautilus, I think the that that symbol is more iconic, like the right, Mont Blanc right, right, symbol. Right. Yeah, I think that symbol is extremely iconic. I'm not sure yes. the pen design itself is any iconic to go by. Though. I mean, it's also a very old brand and very old pen. Right, <laughs> it's, it's a very old cigar shape that got copied over and over again. <laughs> in in the same way, if I mean, I I don't that, know I, the history, I, but I think Mont Blanc also copied it from someone else. Very but, I mean, likely. I mean, honestly, ultimately, is is a pen, it's a cylinder, yes. cylindrical writing device. There's only so many things you can make out of it. You were saying Coeco before, and I would agree. The Coeco is a uh, uh, very identifiable. Um, so much so that we had some uh, uh, <laughs> copy design <laughs> problems, right? Yes, yeah, yeah copy, copyright <laughs> issues. Uh, singles to uh, the Twisby Ecos, I would say. Twisby Ecos is actually pretty unique by itself as well. Yeah, I would agree. Like, immediately, even if it's in different colors, and you don't have the, uh, if you don't have the uh, subservient brand name attached to it, you can, you can immediately tell what it is. Yeah, I would agree. I'm trying to think if there are any other... Lame 2000s? Yes, definitely. I feel like almost the entire Lamy ecosystem is like very right, iconic right. pen designs. The, uh, cartridge. Actually, yeah, now I talk about the um, their finishing point kind of similar pen. What's that thing called? The Dialogue. Yeah. Dialogue has a different de design language by itself. Like, actually, yeah, I can't kind of think of it. Lamy all has a very significantly distinguishable design language. To their pens, mm -hmm. you can you can you can tell the model which one it is from. Be, more than most other pen brands, I would say definitely right. Lamy. Yeah, and I mean, of course, you have the uh, Nakaya with their uh, the shark fins. That is something you, you the dorsal you, fin, the dorsal fins, the, like, is um, and the decapods. The decapod uh, for a uh, while it was uniquely theirs. <laughs> Some other company has copied it, but for a while, yes. yeah, Decaba was definitely uniquely theirs. Yeah. I still want that dorsal fin yeah, one. Yeah, the dorsal but... fin looks fancy. Yeah. I, I'm kind of bummed I didn't see one at the pen show. I was really looking oh, forward yeah. to it. I, I did see like the wooden sword looking ones. Right. Um, the one from um, Tasia. Tasia, yeah. Uh, I, I will admit, I didn't like them as much as i thought i would the tasia i think ones. the tasia uh wooden sword looking ones i, I did not like those the as wooden much as i thought looking i would one because it has like a bamboo and it's not bamboo is uh what's that thing what's the material called the weaved mm. um i know in chinese i have no idea how to say <laughs> in english the weaved the weave material Weaved material. I'm not sure. The 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 Tasia warrior pens, the samurai pens. Tass let me let me let me let's just look it up. Let's just look it up. Uh, it's Tasia Tanto Enhanced Edition. Tanto in. And look at the red color one. Both the red and the um, orange. Here you go. Cheddarly Luxury. Oh, wow. The guy changed the website a little bit. Oh. Um, like the ska? Like the handle? Yes. The red handle. That material. Okay. I forgot what it's called. I don't know what that red material is, but then there's also like the, uh, the, the ray skin in the back. and um... Yeah, the back is definitely ray skin. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because, like, um, it just didn't fit, like, the look of what I wanted from, from the actual pen. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, it's Rattan, R-A-T-T-A-N. Oh, rat Rattan. Rattan, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, Rattan. Oh, I didn't know that was made of Rattan. Uh, um, the Rattan's basically the stuff you get in like yeah, basket those out, yeah, outdoor you, chairs, right? Right. And I think it is used to use uh, to make, I think Japanese used to make uh, samurai armor out of it too. 
Interesting. I this rotan plus locker. Oh, interesting. Um, I didn't know that. But... Oh, I thought you would know this. The two idol. Yeah, um, but I didn't know they used rattan and lacquer for the armor. That I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's rattan. They weave it together and then they they coat it Lacquered and enhance it they're using lacquer based. Interesting. I did not know. Yeah. To be fair, when I was studying uh, the martial art, I didn't do a deep dive into the armor because obviously I didn't get any armor and I don't wear any armor. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but. Anyways, um, yeah, the the those sword pens didn't. I think just the general shape didn't interest me. I I, I think it was it was going into like the weird f quote unquote fun territory of a pen. Okay. That didn't justify like the huge price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? they are they are very expensive. They, it, it, yeah, I think Cassia. Yeah, the thing is, it lacks a. A certain refinements out of the price range for some for some reason it just seems off by a little bit in, this, in mm -hmm. a lot of aspect perspective i'm yeah. not sure what why it goes off or why it went off it just doesn't seem like it's too coherent of a design sometimes mm -hmm. yeah unlike the opus 88 wine fountain pen of last episode <laughs> uh, that i'm still thinking about and uh, I think I might need to act soon because I just checked again. They have low inventory on this pen, so I might. I I think that one is too, a little bit too coherent to a point I couldn't do less about the pen. Look at a bigger picture. It's, it's fantastic, and it you see in terms of like a fun pen at the right price, it it's great. <laughs> maybe you can introduce your co. Uh, maybe you can introduce your friends or coworkers to found the pen using that pen. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Here, here, let me, here, let me uh, let you borrow this pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, wait. Shipping times may vary on medium nib? Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's, only it's, a, it's like a general nib. It's just a Yobo nib, so. But, uh, okay. Okay, oh, if it's a, it's a Yobo nib? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'll, just the, I'll just get the... Yobo nib, I, think, I believe, yeah. I'll just get the fine, and we'll just deal with it. Hey, I thought Solomon has a broad one, right? Uh, I have a broad uh, Yo uh, Yovo number six already, so yeah, no, doesn't I, matter. And I just figured, like with that thing, you only get a broad. Just to oh yeah, <laughs> no, uh, ne needle point, needle point. Oh, oh, you you want that surprise factor? Okay. Yeah. It's like all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess uh, the next one we can we can talk about a uh, a few uh, viewer questions regards to fountain pens and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, first first and foremost, like uh, I guess it's a personal preference time. Which one do you actually like your pen general looks to be? Like, do you want the do you want to be shiny and like new all the time, or you're okay with a little bit patina, or you, or like look a little bit battered? Like, how how is it? How how you like uh how how you like your pen looks? Uh, so this is how do I say this? I'm the kind of person who likes my things as original as possible. And that doesn't just go for my pens. That goes for like almost everything. Like I have, um, uh, are, are you familiar with like Leica as a camera brand? Uh, Leica cameras have uh, a big uh, culture in for their cameras to develop a patina and have like the wear on uh, the pen because a lot of their camera metal parts are made of brass. And so over time, they'll just kind of wear. Um, I think it looks really cool. Like genuinely, I I like it, but not on my camera. <laughs> <laughs> so so is a is a wear and tear that you can appreciate. Yes, I I can you will, totally understand. You will avoid at all costs for yours. Yes, I will try my very best to keep mine looking as pristine as possible. Um, okay, and and, and I. So my camera does have some parts where it has shown slight wear, and it's, I'm not like 
I'm not like heartbroken over it, but like I will generally still try to keep these things in as good of a condition as possible. And that goes for things like my uh, my silver pen, right? Like it's made of silver. It's going to corrode. And so over time, every once in a while, I'll still wipe it down to like remove the uh, the, the corrosion. The patina on top of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah actually, I try to. Just, let, me, let me just remind. Let me see. Uh, it doesn't really change that much since the last time I saw you. Uh, you mean your your uh, Pikachu pen? Mm-hmm. My Pikachu pen. <laughs> that being said, I do have a uh, I do have a brass uh, space pen. How did that work? And out? that one, I think I've just kind of accepted that that's what it looks like, and I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. So that's the thing about a uh, pen for me is I think the question and the answer really depends on the pen material. Mm -hmm. If it is a material that is meant to look pristine, um, I will probably not want to have any kind of wear and tear on it. Mm -hmm. But if it is something that is designed to be kind of like a raw material per se, I'm I'm fine with some kind of wear marks on them. For example, the you know like most most of my things, um, I kept it in decent condition i won't say great condition because i do tend to drop those some things and i do tend to forget i do tend to forget about them in the dryers and washers oh, no. from time to time <laughs> especially pocket carry items mm -hmm. the stormtrooper switchblade oh yeah that one uh-huh yeah that one's got some dents to it now yes it has some dents to it all the corners pins are all rub off because well first of all they use a serial code and that circle is not that great. I'll mm -hmm. be completely honest with you. Like it flake off in some areas. So there, there's oh, no. certainly some finishing issues with that thing. I just didn't mind it because I know for a fact I'm going to wear it out. That I was mm -hmm. able to wear out my previous, like even really good anodized aluminum folders, folding knives. So I, I don't really care for having it pristine. But on that one, all corners, all corners paint are worn. <laughs> After I sent it through it, throwing and washes a couple of times. <laughs> so, so that one specifically has been through the wash. Has has been through a wash. It, ha oh it my has. Goodness. Been, it has been through high heat and high water. Well, I mean, it survives. It survived. It survived pretty yeah. well, and so it's still well lubricated and still works perfectly fine, which, which is great, All right? So, and on the other hand, we have like fountain pens and stuff that I generally try to keep it a uh, good condition. Yes. Um, this silver pin I have, I currently I realize is one pin tarnish, and that's kind of actually bothering me. So I might try to polish it off afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, for example, the I have some brass lights. Yeah. Brass flashlights. Like like flashlights. Yeah. Yeah, brass flashlights and those stuff like that. Most. Lights are actually, I just kept it um, tarnished on purpose because I actually do like the look of the tarnished uh, flashlights due to the fact that different grooves and different locations, they have different color and finishes due to the level of tarnishes it has. Mm -hmm. Which, in my opinion, it is a very cool looking design by itself. Like, I'm not sure I brought this up before, but my father used to have a sterling silver cigarette box oh, yeah. that has a dragon curving it mm -hmm. and the dragon's color is not filled in it's just tarnish oh yeah so you're <laughs> like if you just carry it the fact that you're carrying it in your pocket the tarnish on the surface of this stuff will be more much more worn off mm -hmm. while the actual carved area the those things turns darker color yeah, you can see the design by itself, and I think that's something to be appreciated naturally. And I'm guessing that the 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 people who made these designs in silver kind of knew that that would happen, right? Right. And I, I'm pretty sure those are intentional design choices that I have yeah. made to just not feel it in at all. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, it just kind of depends on what it is. A lot of like, I have um, some. Uh, older pens like some older uh vintage flex pens and i'm like you you see the history of like where it's been used and where ink got there or something it, like that's fine 
but if I buy like I, more, for my collection, more of my pens are on the newer side and like made of plastic. I would prefer <laughs> all of mine on newer side <laughs> uh, because they're new and they're plastic. I would prefer them not to be scratched or like to be dirty. So I try to keep those in as good condition as possible. Okay. Um, I do have the 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 pre-distressed coeco all sport pen oh okay okay (laughs) where it's been pre-scuffed up and like edge scratched for you um in a pleasant way in a pleasant way just send it through the dryer and wash it a few times you'll be fine oh actually i wonder what it would look like after that it'd be kind of interesting (laughs) um all the coins probably worn off afterwards (laughs) that's my experience yeah I, i did okay the worst thing I did this to was a lighter. Ooh. A butane oh. lighter. Ooh. The, the it was the uh it was the cheaper not the classic Dupont lighter, right? I, I would cry if I said that through the washers. Mm-hmm. But the um the newer jet version. That's like 130, 140 bucks. Oh gosh. I okay. sent that thing through the washer. And dry it. Uh-huh. In Surprisingly, in, it in didn't theory, break just, the first couple of times. In theory, it in, still works. Yeah. Mine still works until most people's, until the expiration point most people stated. Because there's, there's like a rubber gasket inside that just ages mm. and dries out and just mm-hmm. just leaks out afterwards. And it's a very common issue. Everyone complained about it. But it did not die because of my treatment to it. It just died because of age. <laughs> <laughs> Or so I hope. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I think we're both. I mean, obviously, everyone could have their own opinions about this, but like for us, or at least for me, like depends on the material. But I generally try to keep them looking as good as I can. Right, right. I wouldn't cry over some some kind of mark that happened from normal usage, but try to just keep it as new as I can. Really, mm-hmm. unless unless of course it's like. Pure brass, pure silver, and those I just leave it alone. Just and there you go. Yeah. All right, and I think the next one is will be our last topic, but this is a pretty, uh, pretty good one. Um, so let me ask you this now. I mean, because for me, the answer is pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, for you, I, I, so some people prefer to spend money on vacations mm-hmm. per se. some people prefer to spend money on materialistic goods mm-hmm. like especially a travel.com commercial so you can you can remember right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that, that's stupid commercial um which one do you think has their merits what do you think both has their merits or what do you what do you think about like which one should people spend money on like better more refined goods or a better experience or it could be a combination of both okay so i think we talked about this a little bit before Uh um and after thinking about it i've refined my opinion now okay (laughs) and i think this is this is my this is what my opinion is going to be now from this point on (laughs) okay uh, it should be for experiences. It should be for experiences. Now, okay. having said that, sometimes your experiences are influenced by physical objects. <laughs> okay. Okay. There is... My, my wife knows this, right? Every time I cook in the house, I always say how much I love using my cast iron pan. <laughs> I love okay. it so much. I bought another one. I, I if people want to know, I bought a field skillet. Okay. Really? I have, okay. I have the I have the uh, the eight inch, and now I have ten inch, it eight inch cooking surface, and now I have the ten inch cooking surface one. All right. Um, I bought two now, and I just love it. Now those are physical objects that I purchased, but the experience of using them day in and day out, I. It, it, uh, I, I just absolutely like using them so much that I just talk about it to everyone that I that I can that will listen. <laughs> so to answer the question, I think it's je- it's definitely experiences, but you have to figure out what 
those experiences are going to be like whether it's traveling to go do to go see something and to experience something or if you're at home and you journal and you're trying to put your ideas down on pen and paper and you want to experience writing a, a comfortable fluid smooth writing experience um that that's important too uh what I will say is like buying a lot of things just to have the latest thing, that experience is fleeting. And so I've been bit by that a lot. Um, I, I, that's why I'm trying to ensure that when I do buy a pen, I'm buying them for a good reason. Because I, I did get bit by the, ooh, that pen looks really nice. I'm just going to go buy it. And then now I have like a a larger collection than I care to admit, but I know that there are plenty of people out there with much more with much larger more, collections. Much more, yeah, there's people with much more collections, right? Yeah. So, um, I'm on a very, okay, as, as you know, I rarely travel. Yeah, you, yeah, I don't actually remember the last time you traveled for fun. I don't think it's been ever. <laughs> Besides a few times I dragged around my family. No, not really. Right, right. Those are those were those were forced upon you. I quote, quote unquote yeah. forced. Like I like for our, my bachelor party, I forced you to Oregon, right? But like <laughs> you you specifically did not take a trip on your own. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because to me certain different areas of different sceneries matters to me not much, I would say. Does mm -hmm. that make any sense? Um, because my memory towards them goes out really quick. <laughs> so you <laughs> you see something, and it's just like, well, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it just, oh, okay, I see it before. Thank you. Okay. Uh, all right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So so for me, spending those money can be a I wouldn't say experience is bad in particular. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that the trip with you is bad. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, but at the same no, time, I... I would have gotten similar experience or similar feeling afterwards if we say spend similar activities in the same town that we're in right now. Yes, I agree. I, 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 sorry, not agree. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Like, because I, the thing I remember the most are mostly social interactions with certain yes. people, but not the, the sceneries whole, and stuff. Yeah. The whole interactions overall. The whole um, point is that we all went together to go do something, right? Right. And granted, on that trip, remember, I was drunk half of the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the okay, memory part is I kind of pointless. I, I was honestly, I was drunk. I was under the influence of alcohol. Yes, there was a lot time. of alcohol. And understand, I don't even drink normally. So I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was a lot. Yes. yes. But regardless, um, so for me, like, I tend to spend money more on. I wouldn't say spend money on material goods. I would, I spend money to a point that I can appreciate the craftsmanship and the, every time I use it, that I know that I have something that I have personal character to, personally selected, at least for writing experience, right? Mm -hmm. That is something that I have chosen, I made a decision on, and uh, something that I know that I genuinely like and don't always wonder what if I have something like every time i you talk to me about something that you're interested in like you research to a level that i find personally unnecessary but yes. i understand that like you you specifically seek out like or at least attempt to get to the best of the best that you're able to uh to, 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 afford, to afford yeah like for example right. for my arch figures mm-hmm like I moved from a normal, um, my uh, normal Olympic traditional style to a compound style, because my finger yeah. couldn't couldn't stand shooting normal balls anymore. Like I, mm -hmm. like literally, my fingers are coming out of my sockets, 
Yeah. I woke up in the morning. It's okay. That's how much stress they put on my hands. Um, I researched it. I purchased a set of basically in-game gears for compound bows. Mm-hmm. But I never had to look back and uh, wonder if I need to ever need to upgrade. Yeah, because you've already gotten there. Five years, four years, because oh, well, I've already been there. doing it that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially compounds, you know, about four years, three or four yeah. years. And uh, archery sell total is like five, six years already. Oh wow! Yeah. So, and what and what I what I like about that is I can just focus more on the. The, the simple act of archery, mm-hmm. right? Where that, that I know every shot that I make is either I did well or I did poorly. Mm-hmm. It's not because of a gear. I cannot blame the gear anymore because yeah. it performed better <laughs> than pretty much anyone else's gears. So, so like I would, I would, I would spend a good amount of money to make sure. That I don't have any other thoughts in my experience in activities. I think that aligns with what I was trying to say, right? Because what 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 I was what I'm not trying to say is that everyone needs to go travel. Like when I say that, like experiences are the thing that you should spend money on. I'm not saying that you should just everyone should just go and travel and don't worry about physical things. What I am saying is that like you should spend money on the experiences that matter to you, right? Right. Like for you, traveling doesn't make any sense. But for you, if you can spend the money to make the things that you're doing more enjoyable, like more successful, less painful, like archery. More simple-minded, yeah. More simple-minded, that's what you should spend money on, right? That that might not make sense to me. That might not make sense to someone else. That might not make sense to you, you as the listener, but like... You spending money on the things that you find value in, that's the important part. Right. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say to buy something based off of the... Uh, I think this happened to my mom sometimes, just watching too many Facebook ads <laughs> or YouTube videos and buy something off of the brand. It's um, hard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It, advertisers are really good at creating a unnecessary desire for things <laughs> <laughs> they do they do in some extent our podcast does as well um but yeah <laughs> yes uh, i think it's important to sift through what is exactly necessary is the agenda or the uh the promotion they're trying to push to you and uh to to make your money work for you for a better experience mm-hmm. what i say is it doesn't matter what you spend money on in terms of you spend money on travel, you spend money on uh, on goods. Um, you want to minimize the, the amount of buyer's remorse afterwards. Yeah. I've been bit by the concept of buyer's remorse a lot. <laughs> um, because I, I, think, I think for myself, I am very susceptible to the collector's mindset, hence why mm-hmm. I have like t- 10 Lamy Safaris, something yeah. like that. Um, so learning to like take a step back and only getting the things that you, you know, that is truly good to like bring out new experiences for yourself. I think that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for now in terms of new things to buy. Okay. Which might be why I haven't bought that wine pen yet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the fun thing is I might just buy it. Like I said, I might buy it in broad in broad nib and just use it for signatures at the office. But you know what? It is a different experience because that is such a thick butt pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. And it is it is definitely hit turners. Just imagine you use that in the uh in an office meeting. Yeah, I know. It'd be so great. <laughs> I just put on your desk. Everyone just look at what is a small wine bottle doing here? And when you need yes. to start taking office meeting notes, just just uncrack, uh, uncrook the, uh, the <laughs> top of your wine glass and just start writing. Like you know what Opus should do? So, you know, before we go on too long, you know what Opus should do? They should sell uh, uh, a companion of ink in like a similar wine theme, right? 
you know what? I should probably go and look it up, which color looks similar to white, and just buy that ink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, are you using wine to write? <laughs> scented. Yes. You find a scented one too. <laughs> it's like alcoholic. Yes, uh, alcoholic kind of citric, uh, acidic, mm-hmm. tasting fruities, acidic tasting fruities. Yeah. It could be fun. It could be a fun time, at least. Yeah, uh, I think so. In front of uh, people that we know and the clients uh, that you know better. Not new clients, but clients that you know for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that will uh, summarize and close our podcast for the day. Anything you wish to add, Collins? Do we wrap up how your, uh, your conclusions for uh, our topics? No, not too much. Just... Uh... Thanks for uh, Chris Orr for uh, asking us some really good questions. And um, yeah, keep the questions coming for people who want to ask us what we think. Yeah. All right. And uh, that will be uh, end of uh, today's episodes. And uh, you can always reach us at Fountain and Stationery at G. And, oh my God. Fountain Stationery at gmail.com. And apologize. Fountain Stationery at gmail.com. And our website is Fountain and Stationery at gmail.com. Uh, at and Stationery.com. And our Instagram is Fountain and Stationery with the uh, uh, underscore Underscores. between all of them instead of spaces. And uh, I believe that is it for today's episodes. I'll see you next time, Collins. See you, Frank. See you.